What's going on, guys? What's going on, Mark? What's going on, Cameron? Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It is Saturday night. You know what that means. It's time for another riveting episode of Nonsensical Nonsense. <laughs> Feel free to share it out. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Uh, uh, apparently, the video ended. I don't know what's going on with Facebook. So, if you're on Facebook and you're watching this, Feel free to jump on HAPS and or send me a message on Messenger and let me know. <laughs> it's only 2.30 in the morning. You're fine. You can stay all night. Anywho, as I was saying, welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense. I'm Glick. Typically, there's another little fella to my right. He's not here tonight. Not sure why, but he's not here tonight. <laughs> so it's just me all by my lonesome for a brand new episode Michigan smacked Ohio State and they still suck at uh, 9.30 at night Ohio State still sucks so there's that Jeff is <laughs> right Mark but uh it was a good game. It was a, it was a, it was a good day in college football today. If you're a college football fan, I mean, it was rival rivalry weekend. So, you know, had the Alabama Auburn game, which came down to four overtime, I believe. Michigan thoroughly stomped Ohio State. Minnesota beat Wisconsin. We'll be meeting Minnesota here in a, just a little bit for the Big Ten championship. Oh yeah, it feels so good to say that as a Michigan fan. <laughs> and finally, after a very long time, hopefully y'all enjoyed your Turkey Day. That was Thursday. You got to spend some time with your families and whatnot. All that fun jazz. I went over for Friendsgiving with a couple of uh, friends of mine. It was, they were nice enough to. Uh, you don't have no turkey day. That's because you're savages. No. <laughs> well, in America, we celebrate Thanksgiving, and uh, that was just Thursday. So, uh, and then I went over and did another Thanksgiving dinner with my broster tonight, which sucks because I kind of felt like a dick, but I, my back went out last night, so I wasn't very active uh, and or uh, talkative. But, so, but, um, it's okay. It'll be all right. We, the kids had fun. That kids are actually spending the night over there tonight. Well, we have a lot of good, we have a lot of good holidays over here in the States. I mean, yeah, Thanksgiving, we got the 4th of July, we got Halloween, we got Christmas, uh, Martin Luther King Day. Juneteenth, uh, President's Day, Veterans Day, Labor's Day, <laughs> Labor Day. <laughs> All holidays I get off. So I'm not mad about that. I'm actually on my third of four days off right now this week. So I'm definitely not mad about that. Then we'll go to work for a couple more weeks and get another two days off for Christmas. But after Christmas, then the holidays kind of hit a dry spell for a while. We don't get too many days off after that. But, yeah. excuse me. Sorry, I apologize for that. 
But uh, as I said, definitely welcome to the show, guys. Hopefully you guys uh, had a good week with your family. If you're American and did Thanksgiving, you're enjoying your weekend. If you're not already, feel free to give us a follow on all social media. We appreciate the support greatly. Uh, so go ahead and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all at Nonsensical Nonsense. You can also join us live every Wednesday and Saturday. Or if you just want to watch the replay videos, you can do that on YouTube, Haps, uh, Twitch, and uh, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Hey, Joe. Um, and then you can catch every single episode of the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere and everywhere you uh you listen to podcasts. Just just uh, give old nonsensical nonsense a little search of Ruski. And yes, for some reason, I am not live on Facebook. And I don't know what's going on. Oh, I am live on my page. Let's go ahead and... Why am I only live on my page? That, like my personal Facebook. That don't make any damn sense, but it is what it is. Let's go ahead and send it over to uh, Nonsensical Nonsense, shall we? Put it there. Alright, let's try to bring something up here so I can at least acknowledge if anybody comes in on Facebook. I really, 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 really don't like this new update. <laughs> On Haps, it kills me. Anywho, let's get that set up there. There we go. There I am. There I is. Hey, y'all. I'm on Facebook. You want to unfollow just because I said what? I don't remember what I said. Well, you're actually blocked as of now, Cameron. Actually, that's what I was just doing. I was blocking you. <laughs> blocked you on all forms of social media. Uh, just in case. We don't want to be assorted with the wrong kind of riffraff. Yeah, go give us a follow. So why would you unfollow me? Because I told you to go follow us. Oh, don't need that anyways, I guess. <laughs> you can spend several 12-hour shifts listening to my shit. There are a lot of episodes up there, and... Uh, I have a lot. Actually, I have, after tonight, I have four episodes to put up. So, I've been kind of slacking. Right? That's kind of the whole concept. You do do the wrong shit. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, well, this is apparently what we're doing on Facebook. So, Facebook is absolute, complete shit. So, if you're on Facebook... And you'd like to watch us. Come and watch us on Haps. Uh, for some reason, I don't know what's going on with Facebook, but it is what it is. You can come join us on Haps and or join me and hang out with me here on Haps. I do have a little top ten tonight. I do have some news, so you don't have to worry about that. There will be no review tonight because 
well, Jeff's not here, and I just honestly just don't feel like doing it. So, <laughs> come join the Glicksters on HAP. Join our cult. Well, and that's a great thing. I mean, you really don't have to. You really don't have to listen in any order at all. You, I mean, it's not like they follow any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of script or anything like that. It's just every episode. You never know what's going to happen, or what's going to be talked about, or anything like that. So, you know, you just kind of bounce around. Some episodes are slow to start with, but then they pick up and. Some episodes we come right out of the gate acting fucking foolish as hell and, you know, etc, etc, etc. You know, that's the great thing about us. That's the, that's the genius about what we do. Or I do. <laughs> Jeff just, Jeff just turns on a mic, or turns on a camera. <laughs> I am kind of curious to know where he is tonight. I know they were doing dinner or something tonight, some kind of like doing their own Thanksgiving. I don't know. Um, I'm late because I went over to my brosters and it was originally supposed to be at four and then we didn't wind up eating until, um, uh, after seven cause he went out and bought a new truck today. So while well, he says truck, it was a Nissan. So it's not really a truck. It's a pretend truck, but either way, it's still, it's still pretty nice. Tigers are window. I'm no Marlon Brando. What's Marlon Brando got to do with anything? Was Marlon Brando in The King and I? <laughs> I don't think it was Marlon Brando, was it? Was it? No, it was Jill Brenner. See, it was Joel Brenner that was the king that did the etcetera, etcetera, etcetera. Marlon Brando was in The Godfather. <laughs> I have Googles. <laughs> I have the magic Google box beside me. <laughs> Marlon Brando was also in the, the first Superman movies, I believe, with uh, Christopher Reeves. But, um, Jeff is a special kind of something. I'll I, I tell you. The whole stuffing his wife thing was kind of really got me off guard. <laughs> Holy shit, that's a first. <laughs> that's a first, Joe. You admitting you're wrong. I'll take it. Yes. It's a win. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, let's just roast the hell out of Jeff the whole episode. He's not here to defend himself. I mean, it's pretty much what we do every episode. The only difference is he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> the sad part about it, the whole if his wife dies before him and him stuffing her, that is a real possibility. Like, I, I think that could be a real thing that he does. <laughs> just because knowing him like I do... <laughs> Oh, did you did did Pops give you whatever he had, or did you just get sick? But uh, 
There's not really much. There's not really much going on. I mean, uh, like I said, we are. Well, we did go uh, here in Newark, where I live at. We do. Uh, we do. Um, they got the historical uh, Licking County Courthouse downtown, and uh, every year for Christmas they do the lighting of the courthouse, and it's a big deal. And Santa comes in and. There's, uh, they had a brass band up there that was playing Christmas carols. Then some local lady was singing. I don't know who she was. She was singing Christmas carols. And then they had a, the kids, uh, there was like a kids group that was singing. And then Santa came in and, uh, you know, then they light up the, the, uh, the, uh, courthouse and, you know, it's a big, it's, it's kind of a big to do. I guess the Ohio state head coach was there. I don't know why he was there. Somebody said he was there, but I'm like, why would he be there the night before <coughs> the Ohio State-Michigan game in Michigan? But whatever. I don't think he was there. I don't know why he would come to Newark. But then they had the Market Street set up, and I've never been down there to see the Market Street, so that was pretty cool. But I took the kids there last night. They had fun. It was just really cold. And we had a, we had a lot of fun doing that. Um and then today we went over to a buddy's house for the game and then my brosters and it's actually been kind of an eventful weekend. Typically. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't come around. I wasn't a lot around you guys, so don't put that evil on me. <laughs> um, typically I don't do much all the weekends. We just kind of sit around the house and hang out and do whatever. I mean, but tomorrow I'll be, um, hanging around the house and laying in bed probably or on the couch most of the day watching football because, as I said, my back decided to go out last night. I woke up in the middle of the night and it felt like somebody was stabbing the shit out of me and it was from my lower back all the way down into my, my hip and my thigh and up into my uh, up into my shoulder and neck a little bit. Now it's just all in my hip and thigh. It's kind of my, my neck and shoulders have stopped hurting. So, yay for me. <laughs> Got football tomorrow, so I'll be doing that. I'll be sitting around watching football tomorrow. Just piddly fucking around with my thumb up my ass. Watching a little foosball. Damn, you guys are locked back down. I'm going to say, yeah, they're all the way down in Florida. <coughs> and when I was sick, I wasn't allowed anywhere near them. So, you can't put that evil on me. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of surprised. Well, I mean, I guess it hasn't been too bad as far as uh, COVID here. But I know they were just talking about that new strand or whatever the hell it was. I don't know. I don't really care. It's been like two years that I haven't had it. I did, however, just go get my vaccination because I had to have it for work. My The company I work for said it's mandatory to have it, so I went and got it. I ain't really that worried about it. They can put their sugar water and tracking device in me. I don't watch the news. I... As far as news goes, the only news I get is the news I look up for the show and and um, then I look at the weather. But I don't now I don't even look at the weather that often like I used to because the weather doesn't determine my 
Ah, <sighs> uh, doesn't determine my, determine my work schedule anymore. So there's that. <laughs> um, and no, I think I think I think people should have a choice in the matter. I won't dive too much into it because typically we don't talk about stuff like that on here. But I, I don't think people should be forced. I think it should be your choice. But um, you know, at work, they basically say you have to have it, but, um, no, you're good, Mark, but, um, and then you have to get proof, and a lot of guys, a lot of guys want to fight about the whole proof thing, but then you got to go and take a COVID test every week, and I'm like, you do realize they can get more information from your COVID test about you than they're going to get from you giving them a piece of paper that said you got a COVID test, right? It's not invading your HIPAA rights or anything like that. I was like, if they really wanted to, because, like, where I work, the weekly COVID test, you have to go spit in a tube. So I'm like, they can get a whole lot of information from your DNA that you're just willingly giving up. So it's like, that's the hill that you guys want to go die on, then more power to you, I guess. But my problem is, is for the last two weeks, I've been trying to give them my vaccination information, and I can't because it's all done online, and they're... Their online shit's all fucked up, and you can't go give it to anybody in person and make it simple, because why? That makes too much fucking sense. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think it's a lot of crap, but at the end of the day, it's it's a vaccination, and much like, I mean, I don't know how it is over there, but over here, uh, kids have to get, like, the measles and mumps and chicken pox and this, that, and the other thing. They have to have all that stuff before they can even go to school. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all it is. And 10 years from now, it'll be just a normal part of your vaccinations that you already get uh, as a kid. And nobody will even bat an eye at it. Right now, it's just because it's politicized. And the left is using it to their advantage. And the right is using it to their advantage. Um, so, that's the only thing right now. You know, like I said, 10, 10 years from now, it's just going to be a normal part of, part of life. And nobody's going to bat an eye or give a rat's ass about it um that's just my personal opinion what the hell do i know i mean i'm i've never claimed to be the smartest guy in the world and i honestly don't watch a whole lot on it just because the fucking news bums me out man and i don't really care about the political bullshit because there's never been a there's not been a president in office that has affected or changed my life in any way shape or form i mean about the biggest difference has been gas prices and if the right's in, the gas prices are low. And if the left's in, the gas prices are high. You know, <laughs> my life has not changed a single bit because of uh, of a politician in office. So at the end of the day, I don't pay much attention to it because it's it's just a pissing contest between politicians. Um, and that's all it boils down to. I can piss farther than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Look, I did. I'm going to tell my daddy, and my daddy's going to beat you up. Well, my daddy's going to beat up your daddy. <laughs> and especially now in this day and age. Lick one on. Yep. <laughs> you, you, 
<laughs> I go to my doctor, roll up my sleeve, and ask, what shots do I want this year? Yeah, right? <laughs> pretty much. <clears throat> True story. Yeah, no, pretty much. I mean... And in this day and age, the last five, six years, our politicians have worried more about dividing the country than they have fixing it, so... Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I mean, at this point, I haven't. I mean, there's really been nothing Nothing that's ever been done has really affected my life. I'm not getting any more money. I'm not paying any more taxes. I'm, I'm poor at the end of the day, you know. Um, you know, I, ain't, I, I don't have no government officials beating down my door. Telling me that I have to do this, that, or the other thing. Of course, I mean, I almost shot my own dad. What do you think I'm going to do to some crooked-ass politician? <laughs> but, uh... Yes, sir. You ain't wrong there. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I got a car to drive my happy ass around. I got a roof over my head, and I can still pretty much go on any any uh, online outlet and say and do whatever the hell I want for the most part and not have to worry about my family being murdered. So. <laughs> well, I got to have a car. I mean, if, if I didn't have a car, I wouldn't have a roof over my head, and I wouldn't have beer in my fridge. That's for That's for damn sure. I wouldn't be able to work. Well, I mean, I guess I could work. I just would have to walk everywhere. So, I would have to get a get a job that's relatively close. I'd be working at the oh, oh speedway down on the corner from me. <laughs> What's my favorite what? But um, you know, that's kind of that's kind of the at the end of the day, that's the that's the ins and outs. Uh, um, for me, as far as politics go, I guess as Jeff would say, the ABCs of me when it comes to politics. And until there's any real effect in my life or major change, I'm not really going to pay that much attention. I pay a little bit of attention. I know just enough. I know enough to, you know, be um, somewhat educated on it, but. Hey, we got a house up on by. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Is it your house? Is it yours? Do you get to call it home? It don't matter if it's on blocks or wheels or a foundation, a slab, whatever. Uh, I really don't go out of my way for anything, but I love steak. I mean, I'll, I'll, I could live the rest of my life eating steak and taters every night, and I'd be perfectly happy. And when my when my ex wife first left me, I did too for like a month and a half. That's literally all I ate for dinner every single night: Budweiser, steak, and taters. Whether it was a baked tater, a smashed tater, roasted taters, whatever, it didn't matter. It was some form of some form of taters. And I did for like a month and a half, almost two months, man. 
Every single night for dinner, that's what I had. Whether it was grilled steak or whatever, or steak fajitas or uh, whatever. I mean, I would make steak sandwiches and um, <clears throat> what you know. If I could put steak in it and figure a way out to eat it, yeah, steak, steak and cheese sub. Yep, Philly. Well, like a Philly cheesesteak, but you know, a little bit different. Um, but yeah, man. I'd have steak kebabs. It didn't matter. And I didn't have nobody to tell me I couldn't either. I just did it. <laughs> didn't have to listen to the bullshit of, yeah, we can't afford to eat steaks every night. The hell if I can't. Now that I'm on my own and I see how much, my, how much money I was really making at the job I had at the time. Uh... That statement, we don't have the money for anything. Yep, steak and shrimp, done that, yeah. I never should have heard that statement come out of her mouth. <laughs> well, I had no money in my ass. I, I was making some damn good money. Down in Charleston. But that's neither here nor there. But it was a good two months. Nobody yelling at me. Nobody, nobody telling me I couldn't eat steak every night. <laughs> I'm a very simple man. I am quite happy and content with the simple things. But, I mean, there's nothing really as far as food goes that I, like, go out of my way for. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think here. But, there, yeah, there's really nothing. I mean, there's just certain things I like. And every once in a while I get to. <laughs> I'm very simple, Mark. Sports-related, steak, beer, and and, and, and I'm good to go. <laughs> and that's what I, you know, I, I tell Summer all the time. She's like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Even better. Got me a cow. Hell yeah. I'll just put it out in the yard and every once in a while I'll go, go take a bite out of it. <laughs> no, no. This is basically how I eat my steaks anyways. I like to chase it around the plate when I'm trying to cut it up. I want it to still boo. I know a lot of people say that's gross, but that's the only way, in my opinion, to eat a steak. Yeah. Yeah, I did, Joe. I guess, uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. I guess, uh, well, hey, yo, what's going on, brother? Uh, Summer went out, I guess Summer went out and got herself uh, an air fryer like you have. So now she's got the one, the, 
the one with like the little tray thing that you put in there and she's got one like yours. What's going on, Theo? Super fancy. Super fucking fancy right there, boy. I tell you what. Well, uh, we were talking about it today. I think it was today we were talking about it. Uh, and uh, I was saying that, you know, I wanted to get an air fryer like Joe had. Uh, because Summer's already got the other type, and I wanted one like that. She's like, yeah, well, I went on ahead and bought one like that, too. And I was like, what? Never mind. Um, Yeah, man, I don't feel, I don't really care for this update that much at all. But also at the same time, with this new update, all I see are fucking lives from all these weird Jesus fucking freaks who put themselves on this weird high and mighty pedestal where they think they're better than everybody else. They're like, let's spread positivity and, 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 and be friendly with everybody. And then you go into one of their lives and you're like, Hey, how's this going? And it's like, we're not going to put up with your rude comments in the, er, in the commenters box. And I don't even know you, but this is my broadcast and I'm not going to put up with that shit. And so, Ooh, calm down. I just said, hello, Jesus Christ, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> I just followed you. I know that's the other downfall. You gotta like resubscribe to everybody. Uh, in all honesty, as far as Baker goes, I think he should sit this week. He needs to. He needs to rest up. He needs to heal up. He's been playing hurt all season. Uh, go ahead and rest tomorrow. We got the bye week, and then we can come back after the bye week. Hopefully, he's feeling a little bit better, and you know we can teach Baltimore a lesson. Once you know we'll have. Uh, it might even be a good game tomorrow, but like I said, Case Keenum's a good. Um, I don't know because sometimes I'll go into lives and it'll be like it'll say that I'm not following somebody, but then I still get all the notifications that I'm following them. But I know it's Sunday night and it's prime time, and it's tough to say let Bake rest. But hey, Kareem Hunt's back and Jack's back, so. I do like Case Keenum. I mean, he's probably one of the better, if not one of the best, backups in the league. So he could he could very easily come in and manage the manage the game manage the game uh, manage manage uh, the offense and uh, you know like I said Jack Jack's back tomorrow Kareem Hunt's back tomorrow you know everybody's getting healthy we just got to get Baker healthy it's it's the end of the season and um, you know if we're gonna make a run for the playoffs we got to have Bake healthy. <laughs> nice. Mine is, uh, mine is, uh, Theo said his fantasy football team is, uh, Chubby Chasers. Mine's Weeby Chubbin. <laughs> Weeby Chubbin are currently 10 and 1. Last week I won without a quarterback and a wide receiver. I don't know how, but I did. Speaking of football, let me roll. Let me let me roll into this and rock out this. Uh, let me rock this top ten out real quick before I before we go to break. 
because it's a football-related top ten, because I knew uh, Jeffrey wasn't going to be here tonight. So I did a football top ten. So... Let's, uh, let's roll into that real quick. Nope, that's not it. That's my news intro. What the hell's my, uh, top ten? Was that it? It's my There it is. Because it's my <laughs> shit, and I do everything, and I have a microphone. So here's my fucking top ten, you stupid pricks. Now that's just like... Fucking everything up, man. There it is. So, tonight, and again, as I said in the beginning of the show, it is... Oh, thank you for that. We appreciate that, Theo. You ought to do that, but appreciate it. As I said at the beginning of the show, today is the rivalry weekend in college football. Obviously, we had the game between University of Michigan and uh, the Ohio State University, where my Wolverines come out and stomped a mud hole, clean ass dry, in the Buckeyes. To secure their spot in the Big Ten Championship game. So tonight we got the top 10. This is actually a top 25 list, but I only want to do 10. The top 10 college football rivalries. Coming in at number 10. Uh, Minnesota won. So Minnesota's going to the Big Ten Championship uh, versus Michigan. Coming in at number 10, California versus Stanford. It goes by a few different names. The play, the Stanford band play, that does not matter. But this is one rivalry that will forever be defined by one game and arguably the most improbable finish ever in college football. We are long since removed from that remarkable 1982 afternoon in Berkeley, but the rivalry is still pretty intense. Stanford, though, leads 64-46-11 and 11 in the all-time series of the big game and has now won nine in a row. And if you guys don't know what, that, what they're referencing as far as the band, the game wasn't over, but the band rushed the field because they... Oh, I've mentioned it several times since the start of the since the start of the podcast. Uh, the band rushed onto the field a little bit prematurely, and the refs called the game. Number nine, the battle of the Smarties, <laughs> Harvard versus Yale. Oh, the game has been going strong since eighteen seventy five. It's the one day of the school year when academics truly don't come first at these two hollowed Ivy League institutions. The game day traditions at both schools are as much of the part of the season finale contest as the on-field matchup itself. While Yale owns a 67-60-8 to and eight tie advantage in the all-time series, Harvard has won 15 of the last 18 meetings. Look out now. The School of the Smarts. Classic on you. Yeah. Classic YouTube video. Right? 
Yeah, right. It's it, it it's one of those things that'll never ever you know long after we're long after we're dead and gone, they're still gonna be talking about that that moment in uh in college football history with the band rushing the field. Number 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 eight. Notre Dame Fighting Irish versus the University of Southern California Trojans. This rivalry is more about history than anything else, especially since the last five matchups have not been all that close, though. SC did lead the series, or did lead 10-0 in last year's meeting before losing 24-17. These are still two of the most storied programs that make it a point to play each other every year and treat the rivalry with respect the way it ought to be. And I'm kind of surprised that... um, one of these are not on here, but this one is. The Florida Florida State versus Miami game. <laughs> really? Were you in high school around the time of like Matt Leinart and, and Reggie Bush and all that? We got Florida State and versus Miami at number seven. Uh again, it's Florida. Both schools, much like the Gators, have a history of having troublemakers on their teams. Oof. Oof. Yeah. They were out of that time. Graduated in 2000. Fuck my life. I've been out of school for a long time. Uh, one reason this rivalry ranks higher on our list is because for years, the caliber of star players on the field at the same time was like a future Pro Bowl from the various wide, wide white or left to Miami's impressive 2018 comeback from 27 to 7 down. The Seminoles and Hurricanes continue to thrill. Miami holds a slight edge in the all time series, though. Number six. I thought kids. I think kids thought the world was frozen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's much like back in the day, you know, around the same time uh, when we was in high school, a lot of guys had the Gamecock hats uh, that all just, they just said cocks on it. That's all it said. Nobody knew what the fuck it was. Nobody knew what team it was or anything like that. They didn't know it was the University of South Carolina. They just liked that it said cocks. bunch of fucking dummies. Bunch of fucking dummies. (laughs) No, absolutely not. No, that definitely was not happening. Coming in at number six, the Battle of the Inbreds, Mississippi versus Mississippi State. Cheers. Hey, cheers to you. The rivalry game known as the Egg Bowl was first played in 1901 and is one of the longest uninterrupted uninterrupted such contests in college football history. Neither team is keen on each other or on the other, and that includes players, coaches, fans, anybody. It's also a Thanksgiving week or weekend staple. The Rebels lead the all-time series 62-45 to with six ties. But it has been relatively close with Mississippi stating or Mississippi State holding a 12 and 11 advantage beginning with the uh, 1996 uh, season. Coming in at number five, the Georgia Bulldogs 
Well, it's a male, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the name, but that's not why they were wearing the hat, Joanne. Come on now. <laughs> it's also the South Carolina Gamecocks. Wearing the hat to be dumb. Fucking idiots. <laughs> um, they were fucking idiots. Not you, Joe. Uh, the Florida or Georgia Georgia Bulldogs versus the Florida Gators coming at number five. With Jacksonville, Florida, as the setting of one of the best scenes in all of college football happens when the Bulldogs and the Gators meet each season. Though the name is no longer officially used, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party is the perfect description for the atmosphere. Uh, an experience that is a Georgia-Florida f- football game on the field. Georgia has won the last two meetings after Florida dominated for years. However, with both teams expected to challenge for the uh, SEC East Division, this year's installment should be something very special. Well, Florida started out looking like they were going to do something. <laughs> we all make bad choices in life. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Florida started out the season looking pretty good this year, but then they kind of went to shit. Looked like it was going to be a pretty good series, but Georgia's absolutely insane this year. Coming in number three. This game was just played tonight, and it was a good one, boys. Alabama versus Auburn. I'm sorry, coming in number four, Alabama versus Auburn. It's simple. Nobody on either side of the Iron Bowl rivalry likes likes anybody associated with the other. The heated nature of this series has gone beyond the football field and shown just how misguided sports fan in general can be and to what lengths they will go to support their teams. The schools have met 85 times on the field with Alabama leading the series, 47-37 to 37 with one tie. Yeah, dude, they tanked. It, it was so sad today. The Florida-Florida State game was basically to determine which team was going to be bowl eligible. And they were still fighting, like, they were like before the game, like, they were fighting and acting foolish, like they were in it for a national championship. Coming here to number three on the list is the Red River, Red River Showdown between Oklahoma and Texas. The atmosphere at the Cotton Bowl during the Texas State Fair in October is the perfect backdrop for the Red River, Red River Showdown. It's even better when both teams are good. That's been the case the last two years and should be again. Uh, last season was extra special with these rivals also meeting in the Big 12 Championship game. Let's, let's hope it gets a repeat. Well, that's not happening this year because Texas fucking another team that started out really good and went to shit. And Oklahoma is probably one of the... What I say earlier, they were they're a good bad team. They're really fucking bad. They they're good, but they're so bad. I mean, they, these guys are barely winning games, and it's just earth, earth, earth. Well, yeah, I mean, in the top, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the southern states, you did have, uh, I did have Notre Dame and, and USC. And uh, Midwest versus the East Coast. You had Harvard and Yale and uh, California and Stanford. Number two on the list, and, uh, you know, there's a little little bias about this being number two. But number two 
is Michigan versus Ohio State. There's another rivalry where the teams and their respective fans just don't fucking like each other. While it's not quite as heated as, say, the Iron Bowl, it's still that one game each team is expected to win. Of late, it's all Ohio State. Winner of eight in a row and 15 of the last 16, I believe, up until today. So, today, that all turned around. <laughs> Michigan put it on them. And number one on this list, I think nothing else other than the only reason this was number one is just because of who it is. And it's Army versus Navy. And perhaps one rivalry where records truly don't matter and respect is abound. The emotion and tradition displayed annually between these Service academies are always something to be seen. Navy leads the series 60-52, to 52, but Army has won the last three meetings by a combined 12 points. Then again, after watching the effort put forth by both teams, it's easy to see why the rivalry is about more than just football. Big time! So, you know, I, I, get, I get why Army and Navy was number one. I'll give them that. That's kind of a big deal. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, everybody always talks about it. Michigan, Ohio State being number two, that's really no surprise there. At all to anybody who watches college football. Even though the Big Ten themselves, I know, it is what it is. It's more of a, I think it's more of a, uh, support our troops, respect our troops thing is why they're number one. But I mean, there, I mean, there's, there's a ton of rivalries on this list. Oh, I think I deleted it. Nope, I deleted it. Never mind. Obviously, it was the top twenty-five, but there are a ton of them on there. That I think they did a pretty good job with the top ten list, just based off the history and the. Uh, and the tradition of the schools that were put in the top 10 and, and all that fun jazz. It's not always about all the marbles. It's not always, it's not always, it's not always about all the marbles. It's not always about a rivalry coming down to uh, a big 12 championship bid or, uh, or uh pack 12 or uh, uh, NCAA, uh, uh, playoff berth or anything like that, you know, it's, it's a lot of times it's, it's more about the, the history, the tradition, the heritage and, 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 and all that jazz between the schools. So, you know, you gotta, can't be completely biased, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I really feel like that's one of the big contributors to army versus Navy, uh, being number one. I, and every list is going to be different. Just that particular list. Uh, there was a couple of lists that I was looking at. Um, I looked at one that had Michigan, Ohio State ranked like fifth or sixth, and then basically the top four or five rivalries were all SEC rivalries, so you know where that list was made. Um, I had another one that had, uh, you know, I, had, I was trying to find a non-biased one because you had a lot of biased ones that would put um, – didn't matter where it come from, whether it was Big Ten bias or uh, Pac-12 bias or Big 12 bias or whatever. Uh, 
so I actually had to look and try to find one that was, you know, kind of non-biased. And that was the best one I found, and that one was from last year. So, I had to kind of dip back into the archives and remember two correct numbers. <laughs> Try to remember who won where and who did what. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I have a vault of useless knowledge that means absolutely nothing to anybody, but, you know, it is what it is. And sports happens to be one of those. I'm not the smartest sports guy in the world. I know that. I never will claim to be. But, you know, I know enough to, to get by. I know enough to get by, I guess. So they say. Oh, yeah. Oh, why the hell? I'm so damn tired all of a sudden. But, um, we get ready here. Take a little breaky break. Since Haps did this update, I've got to actually pull up music, so there's that's always fun, trying to find something. And then we get ads and all the other fun jazz. <laughs> you get that for no for no fucking By advertising reason. on YouTube. I catch the eye. for no for no fucking reason. Do I have that as you said, big sports energy for no reason? I don't know why. It, I don't. There's no rhyme or reason for it. It's just it is what it is. Let's do that. Alright, so I'm going to take a real quick little breaky break. Y'all enjoy a little bit of uh, Blacktop Mojo. And I will be right back. Everyone knows how to win Until they lose Sooner or later We're on bruise Every step I take I fade Further from view I'll find my own way back to that old room My own time Is still mine Turn around And I'm back In a fifth room pure If I'm sliding Up the narrow road Go ahead and Throw your stone Take a walk up and down the aisle Tell me about wrong and right I've got nothing to hide 
Blacktop Mojo for you. <laughs> How's that tickle your fucking fancy? Welcome back to this another solo show. I feel like I've been doing this a lot lately. Should be getting used to it, but I'm really not. I'm just kind of fucking winging it. But welcome back to Nonsensical Nonsense, guys. I'm Glick. Typically, Jeff's here. He's not here tonight. I think he ate a little bit too much. Maybe he'll be back Wednesday night. We'll have to wait and see. If you guys aren't already, feel free to uh, definitely check us out on all social media at uh, Nonsensical Nonsense on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Tiki Talkie. Uh, also, you can join us live every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. and uh, Saturdays at typically 8 p.m. on uh, Haps, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can get every single episode of the podcast. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of them. And I have a lot more to post. Uh, hopefully this week I can get them up Monday or Tuesday. Um, on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere and everywhere you get your uh, your podcast affixings from. 
And if you'd like to, I forgot to mention this uh, uh, earlier in the show, but you can also email us uh, at nonsensicalnonsensepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to email us for for whatever reason. If you want to tell us that we suck, you want to tell Jeff he sucks, you want to come on the show, we do want to get into the interview game, uh, which would probably be incredibly beneficial for me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not sitting here alone. Uh, and we are trying to uh, hopefully look for some sponsors, maybe lock down some sponsors. All I downfall is Jeff's in Mexico, I'm in Ohio, so it's, it's tough to get sponsors unless they uh, do business. Well, I mean, I could sponsor local businesses, which I would really like to do, but... That's neither here nor there. What is Jeff sending me? Let's listen. Fair enough. I'm going to yell at him live, live on the show. Hey, I'm trying to run a podcast here. You know, I'm trying to do a show. You might know something about that. I don't have time for your shenanigans. (laughs) Looks good, though. He was sending me a video of uh, his Thanksgiving dinner that he that he cooked. <laughs> so I had to give him shit. Because I'm here and he's not. And I was late as shit tonight. That was on, that was on me. I told him earlier today we were going to be late. Uh, mainly because I was going over to my brosters uh, to do Thanksgiving with them. We were going to do it Thursday and then something happened. I don't know. They wanted to do it today. That was supposed to be at four. We didn't eat till almost seven. I was like, fuck my life. So, I planned on going live about nine o'clock tonight, but you know, it is what it is. Either way, as I said before, the show must go on. And with that being said, and there's no other distractions here, let's. Roll right into fucking news, shall we? Hit him with that sounder one time. Ah, give it up to me for hitting the right buttons, too. I actually, uh, I actually got it, and I got more. So listen, so listen to this, listen to this. Okay, listen. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. (laughs) I'm such a child with my soundboards. (laughs) I really am. Uh, It is, it is. It's it's the simple things, man. It really is. It's, It's the little things that make me happy, that entertain me. What are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? Where did I just see that at? Here we go. Bobby, fire up nonsensical nonsense number three, because if I can find the story, we're going to space. So we're going to fire up the old rocket ship, maybe. Apparently not. There we go. So scientists have uh, built a rocket that could take humans to Mars that runs off of recycled milk bottles. Um, I don't know what this race is to get to Mars, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. 
A space rocket that runs on recycled uh, milk bottles has been tested by scientists. Boffins believes that a recycle that the that the recycled rocket could take humans to Mars. And uh, okay, let's stop doing that. And have and, and have even suggested it could lead to warp speed, intergalactic space travels across the universe. Uh, Richard Dean. Uh, CEO of Polsner Fusion told the Sun's newspaper, a rocket runs on high-density polyethylene, <laughs> whatever. Look, I don't do big words, all right? So judge me as you will. I don't care. Listen to the way I talk. You really think I do big words? No. <laughs> Got me fucked up. But uh, used to make plastic milk bottles rather than rocket fuel, which makes it eco-friendly, powerful, and efficient. I, I, you typically do. That's how you English people are. You're a bunch of judgy McJudgersons. Shut up before I throw your tea in the water again. <laughs> the fuel source is already available in an, in an abundance, and it's entirely non-toxic, unlike the traditional fossil fuels. We can recycle it from a variety of sources, so it's pretty much as clean as it gets. The rocket works by heating up the solid chunks of high-density uh, plastic. We'll go with plastic. Uh, polyethylene, ethylene, got it, polyethylene, no. yeah. <laughs> just go with plastic, stupid, stick with the easy words, <laughs> and adding nitrous oxide, which creates huge pressure and allows the craft to go supersonic. It was successfully uh, trialed at the Ministry of Defense's explosive testing base uh, in Wiltshire, and further tests are set to be uh, to take place in Switzerland. So how about that? Are y'all ready to go to Mars in a uh, spaceship fueled by plastic? I know I'm not. <sighs> People are... Uh... I don't know what the... I don't, I don't know what the... Uh... Why is everybody in such a hurry to get on the Mars? We've all seen movies. We've, we've all seen these... Uh, scary movies and everything like that. We already know what's going to happen. We've seen all these. <laughs> it's a cool way to go there. It's a cool way. To, I mean, yeah, I mean, if the option was there, yeah, I totally, you know, I totally get that. What's going on, Tom? Orale, vato. Um, orale, Mr. Wonderful. Um, no, I totally get that. I mean, I guess that would be a cool way to die if I was dying. But I've seen the, I've seen enough movies. I know better. <sighs> Bob, bring us back to Earth. Well, kind of, sort of, bring us to Earth. I really don't know where the hell we're going with this. Probably somewhere in America, but who who the hell knows? <clears throat> let's just let's just hang out in orbit or just above the uh, atmosphere for a second there, Bob. We got robot housekeepers to be introduced by twenty thirty six. Uh, yeah, until too many people start overpopulating Mars, which is which is what's going to happen. Once once you once once you can discover that you can go to Mars and you can live on Mars, it's it's habitable. Everybody's going to want to go there, and I'll just stay on Earth because then everybody will be on Mars, and I'll just be hanging out down here, someplace where I already know I can live and survive, and I'm good. <laughs> 
But uh, robot housekeepers to be introduced by 2020 or 2036. A panel of experts have suggested that robot housekeepers and flying taxin, taxis will revolutionize the world in the next 15 years. Well then, here we go. Oh God. Oh God. I got got by the ads. A panel... This is, this is what we're doing? Okay. That'll be enough of that. A panel of experts has predicted that a variety of inventions will have, will have changed the world by 2036, including skin implants to monitor health and holographic teachers. The analysis uh, also tipped that smart toilets will be able to analyze waste for signs of disease and have suggested that burger bars will be serving up protein-rich insect and algae snack. God, Jesus Christ. I don't want to live here anymore. You're probably right, Mark. Let's go to Mars. The panel, which includes a futuristic or futuro futurologist, Dr. Ian Pearson, made the predictions for the NatWest Future Businesses Report. The most popular prediction was robot housekeepers to assist humans Humans with uh, menial chores. Chores. Why can I not fucking talk tonight? We do have already vacuum robot vacuum cleaners. Yes, this is true, Mark. Um, Dr. Pearson said what was clear to all of us was how the how a greater interaction with technology is going to revolutionize businesses and transform transform almost all industries. I'm down with a robot housekeeper. To be honest with you. I wouldn't. That way, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about cleaning my house. I'm lazy. I hate doing that shit. I hate doing house chores, especially when I'm the only damn one doing it. Uh oh, Mark. This one might touch touch a little, touch a little close to you. Might have been a little close to home to you, Bubba. Cup of tea faces extinction. The cup of tea is facing extinction because of the lockdown obsession with coffee. Experts have predicted that a billion few, fewer cups of English breakfast tea will be drunk this year. This was in 2019. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. This year than in 2019. The findings come after millions bought fancy coffee makers during the coronavirus lockdown. Alan Jope, chief executive executive of uh, Unilever, has warned the black tea drinkers are getting older, consuming less, and starting to fall over. Coffee sales were more than double those of tea during the first half of 2021, and experts say tea sellers failed to cash in during lockdown by diversifying in the same way as coffee retailers. It is also argued that eco-friendly customers are now shunning tea shallots. Edward, uh, Edward uh, Essler, the founder of Loose Leaf brand Jing Tea, said, mass-marketed standardized black is not answering the needs of the consumer around taste, uh, qual quality, and origin of the sustain sustainability. If I can get fucking words out. My new shit is weird. Why is my new shit weird? 
Isn't the rest of the show? Exactly. I'm sorry, Mark, but the your silly tea is going the way of the do-do-do. 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 And since I'm really struggling here tonight with this fucking new shit. Hey, pretty girl. By the way, what do you mean it makes no sense? Let's end on this one. Because I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. I'm struggling. The struggle is real, y'all. I'm just reading the damn news articles. Sorry. Can't help it the way they were written. Well, in this last little bit of news, it looks as if good old King Henry VIII is up to some shenanigans. The ghost of Henry VIII was ter- has terrified paranormal experts. <laughs> uh, Tony Ferguson and uh, Paul Cicel were spooked on a visit to Hearst Castle, which was built by the Tudor King in 1544 when a strange ghost-like mist appeared and moved towards their camera. Ferguson believes it could be the ghost of the king who famously had six wives. He told the Daily Star newspaper it could quite possibly be Henry VIII. <laughs> Every time I hear Henry VIII, I think of the movie Ghost. <laughs> Fucking Patrick Swayze. We have visited several times, and each time the activity gets darker and more sinister. Every time, Ferguson added that it has studied the or that he has studied the footage and believes that the spirit was targeting his ghost hunting friend. He explained, "I heard massive a massive bang. I came down, and Paul wasn't with it. He was very disorientated, and I noticed he wasn't making much sense." It seems to be overtaken by, he seemed to be overtaken by something and whatever it was, was very angry and seems to vent the anger out on the camera. He was in a daze and wasn't himself to the point we had to leave. (laughs) Uh, I was just reading some bullshit ass stories because Jeff's not here to have the uh, conversation with back and forth. So... I did a little bullshit ass stories, but <laughs> oh goddamn Henry the Eighth out there spooking and attacking ghost hunters as he should. As he should be. And that, my friends, is news for tonight. (laughs) It was bad. Yes, I know. The whole show's been bad. But it is what it is. I'm trying. (laughs) I am doing the best I can on my own. Fortunately, Mark's been in here. Joe's been in here. So I've been And Theo was in here, too. 
he was in here for a little bit, so I was able to do a little chit chat back and forth in the uh, on the old chatters box. It's a good thing for you guys. Summer showed up just to give me hell and make fun of me. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. At this point, I really don't know where to go from here. Other than say, fuck it, I'm going to do this show and go hang out with Tony. <laughs> That's a wrap, folks. Let's call it a night. I really had nothing, absolutely nothing at all prepared. Um... Mainly in part because I was expecting my co-host to be here. Uh, so. It's hard to banter by yourself. I am not a master banter. I didn't say I was leaving. I said I really have nothing else left to do. I don't know. Otherwise, I just end up rambling about nothing. It's cold up here. Who wants to talk about the weather? <laughs> I even got a little bit political tonight. So it sucks to be Jeff that he missed that. <laughs> I mean, if you're if I'm a bitch because you want to talk to Joe, you can just text her or call her. Uh, the kids stayed at my Brewster's. No surprise there. Apparently they had called and asked before they ever even asked me. So. <laughs> that was already played before I had knowledge of it. So they are staying the night there, which is fine because my back's killing me this is actually the first time i've been comfortable pretty much all day sitting like this because i'm old and my back goes out for no fucking reason whatsoever other than to just go out because that's what happens when you get old so for anybody who is young that may be listening to this don't get old Cause it sucks. So bad. It sucks. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I can't. Well, I'm going to end the show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Appreciate y'all listening. I know it was kind of a shit show. Uh, if you're not already, feel free to um, check us out on uh, social media. At Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all that nonsensical nonsense. Uh, you can catch us live um, every Wednesday and Saturday night on YouTube, Haps, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. 
And you can catch all the episodes of this show uh, on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere and everywhere. Uh, I will try. Anywhere you get uh, your uh, podcast (laughs) fixes from. Kind of lost my train of thought there. My bad. (laughs) Damn. Um, Lizzie. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at uh, Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, I'm going to ramble for a couple more seconds while this loads up. Enjoy a little Blacktop Mojo. Go follow them. Go check them out on all social media. And we will see you guys Wednesday night. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate it. Weapons of any kind. Anything to defend yourself. Sir, this is a speedy mark. We have hot dogs, two for a dollar. I just put them on the roller yesterday. They're pretty good. No, man. Like, something sharp. Something, like, I can stab, defend myself with. I've got some sharp titter combos over there. It's kind of like a rich cracker pregnant with a cheese, baby. All right. Well, let me just take one of these lighters, and I'm going to borrow your bug spray, and... Can I borrow your bathroom key as well? Uh, yeah, bathroom key. All right. Ah, I got your bathroom key right there. Make sure you bring that back.
and that'll be 1362 and I'm gonna have to have exact change sir we're in a coin shortage at the moment whatever man okay there's that, there's that. Oh, I'm sorry